Friday afternoon, Erev Shabbos, Parshas Kisisa, March 13th, going into Shabbos in an unusual situation facing this crisis. And I'm sitting here next to Miriam, and we're just thinking out loud and sharing some thoughts with our Kehillah about um, ways that we could go into Shabbos. Um, for me, it's a, quite unusual because there's even questions at this moment about whether or not we should hold shul. And there are other communities that have called off shul altogether because of uh, the advice of their particular situations. And that might be happening to us here as well. Uh, and there are other issues on people's minds. What have you heard from people? Well, I think one of the things that, that worries people the most is that nobody really knows what to do. Even our, our top medical people aren't really sure. So you can speak to the, the CDC and they'll tell you, you don't really have to close schools yet, and that's what they're saying. And then you'll speak to an epidemiologist who says, close everything right away. I think we're so used to having our scientists and our doctors tell us what to do that it's frightening when we realize they don't know either. Yeah, that's, it seems to be part of the magefa, part of the plague that we're dealing with is a lack of clarity. It's an amazing thing. It's not only a health crisis, it's a social crisis because we're being told that the best way to take care of ourselves is to separate from each other in a certain way. And of course, we're going to be reaching out to each other and using technology to stay close. But the fact is that we, we're actually ha- starting to view each other as a problem. Being next to you is a problem because you carry, uh, you might carry something. So it's really, it's part of the plague is the lack of clarity, the confusion, the distance, the alienation, the fear, the unknown, not being able to manage this and not being able to manage other people. Uh, there's an honor system going on here. We have to trust that other people are going to behave properly in order to slow or interrupt this uh, epidemic. So I think part of it is that really we're very fortunate most of us have not had to deal with something like this in our lifetime. I don't know if any of us have had to deal with something like this in our lifetime. And therefore, we're not trained, and we don't really have the tools to deal with a crisis of this magnitude. So I think the smartest thing for all of us would be to take it in steps. For instance, we're about to enter Shabbos. Maybe we cannot deal with the whole problem all at one time, but just stop and think, how can Shabbos enable me to deal with this for 25 hours with bitachon, with faith, with kindness, and with less anxiety than we're feeling from the world all around us. Can you give us some suggestions for what Shabbos can give us? Yeah, well, first of all, Shabbos is all about the fact that we don't run the world. And all week long, it's so easy to feel that we're in charge and we make things happen and we control things and we guarantee results, and we have all kinds of goals and accomplishments. The whole point of Shabbos is that we really don't run the world, even when we think we do. But coming into this Shabbos, we really know that the world is not in our hands. Uh, the, the revolution in thinking and in attitude and in, uh, uh, and in economics that's happened in, in just a few weeks, a few short weeks, shows us that we're not in charge and Shabbos comes along, ba Shabbos, ba Menucha. When Shabbos comes, comes rest. And rest doesn't mean physical rest. It means spiritual rest. It means refueling. It means connecting to our source. It means actually putting ourselves in God's hand, taking responsibility for whatever we can, and also knowing that 
any crisis is designed to bring us back into God's embrace. And that's really what Chavez is all about, just being with Hashem and being with each other. So, so what about if we practice as a community, we just remind each other that for this period of Shabbos, we're going to push away the anxiety thoughts, the thoughts of my children are going to starve, my parents are going to get sick and they're not going to be able to handle this virus, then God forbid they're going to get very, very ill or even die. All the things that are worrying us, that we're carrying around with us at this point in time, maybe we can sort of make a pact with each other and say, Shabbos is here. We never have control. We think we do. Now we don't. Let's just be and be with. Be in this world. Be with each other. And we'll start worrying. As soon as we make Havdalah, we're allowed to readdress this and find other means to deal with all of this. Imagine the Kiddush Hashem we would make for ourselves and our families and our children. Our children are hearing schools are closing, people are going to get sick, there's not enough food on the shelves, there's no more toilet paper. I would imagine that kids are getting very scared right now. They're starting to hear things that are making them nervous. So what if we take this period of time and we say to them, it's Shabbos Kodesh. We're not going to be afraid. We're going to trust in Hashem. We're going to love each other. We're going to do chesed. And we're going to take steps and figure out what to do when Shabbos is over. Is that an approach? Sounds like an approach to me. Um, and uh, at the same time, I think it's important for us to realize people are listening and watching. Every single one of us creates the environment that everybody else is in. And therefore, not only for the children, but for each other, we want to model the best possible behavior, we're all scared and we're all insecure and we're all nervous. Uh, that doesn't always bring out the best character traits. Uh, you mentioned the word training before. You know, in the army, um, the point of training is so that when a crisis comes, you automatically, instinctively act out your training without having to think about it. We have a lot of training in the sense that we are always conscious of how we talk about other people. We're always conscious of trying to build our character and to be generous and to be loving and to be trusting, to be kind and to be aware of others. This is the time for the training to come into practice and we can actually use the crisis, to borrow a term from, uh, from elsewhere. No crisis should be wasted. If we're confronted with this challenge, there's so much that we can practice that would elevate ourselves and in the process, elevate people around us, and particularly our children. But not only our children, everybody. So I really think of our community as a community that is always seeking, constantly growing, and trying so hard to be more than we were yesterday. Somehow, in a weird way, I feel like this is an unbelievable opportunity. This whole event is just five months ago, three months ago even, none of us ever contemplated such a thing happening. All of a sudden, our world has been turned upside down. It's got to be an amazing opportunity. And I, I think that we as a community can rise to this challenge and become a, a community that really connects with each other, looks out for each other, models for each other, turns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because He is all we have. Great way to end and to go into Shabbos. Uh, we hope, if needed, to continue to communicate this way. Uh, there might be a time when we can't gather as groups to uh, hear from each other. So uh, we will continue this method of communicating.